Five-Year Mission, the podcast, episode 24. This episode of Five-Year Mission, the podcast is brought to you by Fansets, your home for all things pop culture pin related. Head over to fansets.com and see all that they have to offer. And also stay tuned at the end of the episode for a very special offer from us here at Five-Year Mission. Warning, warning, warning. That's three warnings, people. There are some bad words in this episode of the podcasts, and Mike decided to be a lazy bastard <laughs> and not edit them out because there was a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's your warning. There's going to be uh, some cursing in this one. We'll, we'll try to keep it to a minimum in the intro. So then you're, you're, so something that way you're warned enough before they actually start dropping. So plug your fucking ears. If you don't like it, listen to another episode. Another fucking episode. Andy. Hey, I already warned him. I gave him three warnings. <sighs> Hit the intro music. By now you figured out that this is the five-year mission podcast. Welcome to Five Year Mission, the podcast, the only podcast hosted by Five Year Mission. Tonight, we're doing a little thing here. Uh, you know, we're a Star Trek band and everything. Did you guys know that there's another Star Trek band out there? There's multiple other Star Trek bands out there. But we found one that likes us. Who knew? <laughs> so tonight, we are joined by the brand new, fairly brand new, their new album will be coming out uh, fairly soon. Uh, when's, it, when's that album coming out again? Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully right after the new year. <laughs> right after the new year. And those voices that you just heard are two of the members, Foz and Chris, of the band Boldly Go. What's up, guys? Hi. I said it louder because there's an exclamation point at the end. There is. <laughs> yeah, when Chris was logging on and putting our name, he was like, oh, wait, I got to put the exclamation point. We have to have it. Is it, is it, is it like the, that that band that 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 chit 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 band? That's like just the three exclamation points. They're like, <laughs> right. oh crap! Too too many exclamation points. We just elongated our name. We we just want to make sure that you know you really got the emphasis on go. It, the, the emphasis. Yeah. Bully go. <laughs> Easy. Wow, you were you were really supposed to go in that, Mike. Speaking of which, hey, that's that, that's Mike. That's, that's my co-host, Mike, from Five Year Mission as well. Yeah, I'm here too. Say hi, Mike. Hi. You're so enthralled to be in, be interviewing <laughs> another Star Trek band. Oh, yeah, that's right. Another Star Trek band, sorry. <laughs> Star Trek. Yeah, we already warned Foz and Chris that we have been doing these interviews with podcasts for like a decade and so we're going to ask them all the same boring questions that have been asked to us in every single interview over the past decade. And the first podcast interview we did, I think we discussed this uh, on one of the last two podcasts, at least. Uh, the first podcast we went on, the co-host kept, kept calling it Star Trek. <laughs> and we, Mike and I would look at each other and go, did he just say Star Trek? Oh, God. Yeah. What is this? Well, I was told oh. at the gas station the other day that we should be a Star Wars band. <sighs> What's worse than that? Uh, and you know the guy. Was this the guy that always talks to me about, about horror movies? movies? Yes. Yes. He was like, oh, I thought you were going to say Star Wars. Shoot. <laughs> well, guys, sorry, because a guy at a gas station told us we are now a Star Wars band. 
Well, do you do you guys know that that here here in Indianapolis we actually do do have a Star Wars band? Nice. Tell me more. The <laughs> oh, uh, the Yavin Four. They have they have two albums out right now. Uh, they haven't really done anything since the pandemic began. But yeah, they're writing all about Star Wars, but they obviously can't do it. Well, they could do it movie by movie, but they're they didn't start that way, so now there's no going back. <laughs> yeah, look up the the, the the Yavin Four. Actually, the singer. Uh, one of the That's singers awesome. of the Yavin 4, Jason, is doing uh, Motley Crue's Too Fast for Love with Mike and I. Oh, that's uh, awesome. In like two weeks. Is that those uh, yep. pictures I saw in the comic book store uh, you all yeah. were rehearsing? Yeah, that's yes. awesome. Very socially distanced practice. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I, wanna, same, I just got to ask... I was going to ask a dad joke here. Now, are they pro-wars or pro-peace? Terrible question. It's a fine question. Terrible I don't, question. I don't. I don't really want to speak for them. <laughs> do they side with the empire yeah, they, or the rebels? Yeah, which side do they go with? They've, they, they've 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 written about both so far. Okay. Okay. So yeah, Fair. So especially the the weird metal Emperor Palpatine song that they did. <laughs> hail, hail, Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> I can't say nothing. Our uh, probably hardest uh, metal tinge song uh, is a song called Nightmare, and it's from the point of view of Khan. <laughs> oh, <about> nice. <laughs> how much he hates Kirk, basically. <laughs> well, I'll be I'll be hearing it soon enough because I pre-ordered the album Not through Coffin First you. Records. Thank you. So I'll be having it on red red vinyl here oh, yes. as soon as it comes out. Yeah, it's uh, going really well. We only have. Uh, at the time of uh, this, we only have uh, 40 left to go, uh, and that's just in pre-order, so we haven't even gotten to the regular orders yet. Nice. I'll make sure to download my copy from LimeWire. Thank you, sir. <laughs> if someone is so nice to put You're it on Napster. there. <laughs> Napster was always my uh, choice, you know. Oh, yeah, constantly. It I mean, seemed very short-lived to me. We're, we're 90s kids. We had to. That way you can go song by song on Napster. If you don't like one, you don't have to download it. Yeah, it was the it was the easiest way to steal songs. <laughs> now we have Spotify for that. Now, you know, you get your one cent every time I listen. It's not it's, even one cent. Man. It's point two three cents. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. I've listened enough now. You all have probably gotten a cent from me. Well, once once you guys have, have have more than one song on Spotify, it'll probably work out a lot. Okay, better. yeah, maybe just because yeah. we have one song, maybe that's what's the pro. Maybe that's the problem. I don't know how computers work. <laughs> Who does? I'm sure somebody out there does. One one of our listeners does. If you do, write in. Tell us how computers work. Anyway, let's get doesn't, down to brass tacks here. Doesn't Chris know how computers work? That's his job, like, man. Like our Chris. Yeah. Yeah, Chris. Oh, I know it wasn't work. me. Everybody knows I don't know how computers work. So let's 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 go ahead, Mike. Uh, what are what's what's one of the many questions that we've been asked over the years that would that'd be a good starter? Why Star Trek? There you go. Track. Why Star Trek? <laughs> uh, because uh, it's all I can think about at any given time. So whenever I'm trying to write something, I might as well write about it. <laughs> to elaborate, I, I did like Foz's original answer that he told us. He wanted to combine two of his favorite things, punk and Star Trek. So here we are. 
there's Chris with the real answer. Good a real Chris. answer. <laughs> and yeah. see, it's, it's 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 almost always the drummers that give like the correct answer. We got to keep things going. We have to. <laughs> we're the we're the only ones that could that keep things on beat and exactly. and on track. Exactly. <laughs> on Star Trek. <laughs> oh, Foz, shut up. <laughs> Chris is afraid that they're, they're, they're resting interviews with you. <laughs> Apparently he's doing way better. <laughs> so how did you guys, how did you guys initially form? Was it because, I mean, I know, uh, how did, how did the band come about? Like how did, I, how did you, well, you approach oh, the other guys once, once you had the idea? Well, basically this is what happened. Uh, around the time, uh, Star Trek Beyond came out, I went deep into the tricky Twitter rabbit hole and I just became like obsessed, you know, all over again. I went from lifelong fan to just obsessive Star Trek fan, you know, once I found it on the internet at home, you know, and I've always listened to, uh, all the different styles of punk rock bands, but, um, Originally, my idea was I want to start a Ramones core band, uh, kind of like Teenage Bottle Rocket, the queer stuff like that. And mm-hmm. we're, we're actually buddies with a band called the Jasons, uh, who are exactly what you think. They're a Ramones core style band, but they dress like the Ramones, except they have the different masks. And each one of them has like the certain movie mask on, like the Singers right. Five. And, We've seen them. Oh, yeah. Th- those are buddies of ours. They're from West Virginia, too. Okay. And and uh and i was like and we're also buddies with a, a bunch of horror rock bands like the big bad signed a horror hound of indianapolis there and mm-hmm. uh uh i was you know I've, so we've been around that forever i was like man there's horror rock there's you know uh ramones core and all these bands have gimmicks and everything why isn't he why you know and there's five-year mission you know because i was already a fan of you guys i was Ta-da. like why isn't there a ramones core star trek band you know i was like that's that's what i want i want you know just to hear one two three four and go into a two-song ramones ripoff uh just about kirk <laughs> and that's what i want and i was like i i have i have to start this so i immediately just go on on twitter and facebook and i was like it's like uh anybody want to start a star trek punk rock band i do and chris was literally like hey What's up? Immediately. <laughs> immediately. Like literally immediately. Here's the yeah, within one. minutes. Within minutes. And I was like, hey, Chris. <laughs> and, then, while. and then it kind of became like that episode of Beast Head where they wanted to start a band, but like they just sat there and nothing really happened. <laughs> um, but we, we got with a couple guys and uh, found a practice space and it lasted a couple practices until literally me and Chris were just sitting there by ourselves. The original <laughs> two guitarists bailed, so just the drummer and the vocalist yeah, in, a, in a space that we paid money to be there for. Yeah. So. And Slayer was playing down the road and I was like, I could be watching Slayer right we now. We could have went to Slayer. <laughs> And everybody was in town, like tweeting pictures, like "Look, I'm at Slayer." I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool." But eventually, yeah, in, we found I'm at band practice. Yeah, yeah, me and Chris. <laughs> but eventually, we found the real oh, two guitarists. Then, uh, yeah, Rusty uh, messaged me. Rusty, like Chris, is a, a guy I've known for a long time, but I hadn't seen him in a long time. And he messaged randomly, and he was like, "Hey, I want to play bass in your Star Trek punk rock band." And I was like, "Okay, you know, any guitarist?" He's like, "Yeah, I work with some weird dude." And I was like, <laughs> "He likes metal." He was like, he's really into metal. I was like, all right, well, we'll give him a shot. And he shows up looking like Molly Crew video from 1986. Hi, Alex. <laughs> Hi, Alex. I'm sure you're going to love hearing this. And, he, and I'm like, what, what, what's with Tommy Lee over there? And Rusty's <laughs> like, dragging him. Rusty's like, no, man, he's really good. I'm like, all right. So we practiced. I was like, well, damn, 
all right, you're in. <laughs> and, and we actually became, that's how we actually became a real band. Alex and Rusty showed up and made us a real band. Yeah. And it's still us now. Yeah. And uh, recently we uh, brought in our good friend, Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the reason for that is Alex is such a good guitar player that when we're recording, every time we would record a song, he would record a lead that we had never heard before. Mm-hmm. And we're like, where the hell did this come from? He's like, oh, no, I just came up with it. And it sounded amazing. We're like, so now we have to get a rhythm guitarist because you can't play three parts at once. <laughs> True. And so we brought in our good friend, Nick, and uh, now we're now we're uh, releasing the album, and that's where we're at. Oh, so, so, so wait, now, that, that you, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize you guys, you guys were a five-piece now. Yeah, yeah. Nick has been with us for about a month or two. About a month, yeah. Okay. All right. In band, in band time. In, in band Picking time. Up yeah. The sound. Yeah. Right. Things are sounding great. And he actually brought a song to practice the other day that was really good. I was like, hmm. Nick stepping better. up the game. Contributing already. I know. Already. I was. He was a friend of uh, Chris and ours, and he'd been waiting on the sidelines. Like, can I come in yet, coach? Can I come in yet, coach? <laughs> you guys we'll, need me. We'll we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> But shout out to the boys that couldn't be here tonight. Yeah, they'll join eventually. <laughs> I mean, we're, I mean, my, my Mike and I are missing missing three members. Oh well, okay. I shouldn't say we're missing three members. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say we're missing them. Um, <laughs> so and I wouldn't say the rest was, of us wanted to be here either. But everybody was like, uh, "You guys got it." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So was there like a like a certain series that really really got got you into Star Trek that like kind of started you on your journey? I'm I'm a TNG kid all the way. Okay. I grew up on TNG, and uh, uh, you know Voyager was my big show. Um, I I can openly admit I was never a big DS9 fan when it was on, but you know now now I like Deep Space Nine. Um, and uh, I was a big Enterprise uh, Enterprise fan and, uh, you know, love all the movies and everything. Uh, but, yeah, I was a TNG kid, had all the toys, was all about it. And me, um, I actually grew up watching TNG, was never super into it, would just watch it when it was on. It was, I liked it. but Don't kill our audience, Chris. But I got older and I decided to sit down and watch um, TOS and fell in love with it my first time through and have spent many rewatches with it. And I'm actually on about my third rewatch of TNG right now. And for some reason, just fell in love with it. It took three times watching it. And now I'm hooked and dare say I might like it more than TOS now. See, but that's, that's as far as I've made it. Yeah, because I mean, like, like my, my, my original favorite was TNG, because that's kind of what I grew up, grew up watching the most. Right. Mm-hmm. But then like time passes still love tng but then now i've drifted towards towards ds9 as my favorite so i can i can see that as an adult now i can really see how that happens but like as a kid i was like this is this is dark where's all the flashy colors where's data (laughs) where's data (laughs) where's data yeah um the i mean honestly uh me and alex have really bonded over uh voyager um it's funny i was talking about the darkness of deep space nine alex the reason he watches voyager so much is he says his his kid likes the uh really bright colors and so he'll turn it on 
and just see uh, like the bright colors and I'll just hold his kids' attention. And so he just ends up watching Voyager constantly. And that's probably my all-time favorite series now. Yeah, uh, Voyager's pretty good. Fark probably is not happy to hear that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that is definitely his least favorite. For me, Voyager just feels like feels like it's the people I knew and I grew up with, and I can just turn it on and it, I feel comfy. It's my comfort show. Well, the Voyager crew is, is the most like family crew. Yeah. Out of all of them, like they call each other by their first names all the time, and I mean it's it's just a different kind of feel. Um, I love Voyager. I, I I love it. You know, just about as much as all the other ones so uh i get it uh so does uh is everyone in the band a, a fan of of trek or you know are well, some of them you're probably talking to the two biggest fans but everybody likes it right right that was one reason they were nervous to come on here to be honest they were like wait are we gonna like answer star trek questions and i'm like i got this guys it's okay well it's like the uh trivia night you hosted during the oh, live yeah. stream and yeah. i was the only one to show up to that as well yeah we saw how well that went <laughs> yeah uh that's kind of how it was with us uh like a couple of us were really into it and then a couple of the guys that uh that joined the band were not that much into it and they have gotten way into it since like yeah. uh fark for example was just kind of a casual viewer when he joined the band and now he's probably the biggest trackie out of all of us i think he's surpassed me <laughs> oh definitely i have the um big thing uh for me in my personal life is me and my wife started watching uh discovery together and since then we've gotten to watch like all the shows as they come out discovery picard lower decks mm -hmm. everything and now that's become like must see viewing like we're we're doing that together and we love it all yeah my my, my girlfriend that just uh, she was never super into star trek before she'd seen like tng and everything and now she's like she, 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 she went to go go visit her brother earlier and she was she was like are you are you gonna be up for watching discovery after the podcast and i was like oh, yeah yeah. So she's been. I, I think. I think she's. She's almost been more excited than I have been for for Discovery to come back. It's just so good. <laughs> yeah, and my and my and my kids are stoked too. Like they like they 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 just got done watching the season finale of Lower Decks and the they loved that. They still I still haven't got to, got to watch Picard yet, but they love Discovery and they fan personed out. <laughs> it's a boy and a girl. That's uh, great. They, they were like that. They, they, they both immediately went Tilly. So they're stoked. <laughs> so stoked. Now on the on, on the album that you guys have coming out, like yes, I I noticed it. What's the, what's the name of the album again? United Federation of Punks. P P U N X. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Is that, and, no, was was that was that was that a reference to the uh, the, the Quincy Punks? I do like Quincy Punks. Uh, okay. You know, punk, sure. Punks has just been a. a I grew up uh, as a as a youngin on MXPX, and they always had like poking at your punks and stuff like that. And you just see the PUNX around just as a style all the time. I always yeah. liked it. And one day I was trying to figure out like I want like. I want us to be like a group of, of people like not I don't want to say like like the, the fan club or anything but like a group of people what can really define us and I was like tricky punks tricky punks so tricky with, and then punks with the P-U-N-X sound of cool and then when I started thinking of the title of the album I was like you know Federation Planners yeah Federation of Punks this is perfect branding yeah <laughs> exactly that's not very punk <laughs> <laughs> 
Epitaph and Fat Mike would disagree. <laughs> That's very true. That the Misfits and the Ramones would also disagree. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, Mike. What's a, what's another stereotypical question that we've we, we've gotten over the years? Kirk or Picard? Oh God, I'm a Picard guy, Chris. Uh, Kirk for me, but I'm coming around. <laughs> I get it. I'm coming around to the right. I'm starting answer. to see it, but no, for now it's still Kirk. But uh, you know, Andy, there's only one way, the Jane way. Uh, oh God, we're gonna fight so hard. <laughs> I, I I laughed at it. Now, now, did, did you guys know that, that like an hour south of us is is where is where Jane uh, Janeway Janeway is going to be born? Are they uh, still doing the statue? I saw yeah. a, a thing about that. That's awesome. Yep. Wait, it wait, was wait, supposed I, to be earlier this year, but I think they postponed it. Yeah, they had to keep on putting it off. I think I think they're doing something this month, but it's like a virtual event, but I'm not sure if they're actually unveiling the statue or not. So, so here's the question. Knowing how much you love Voyager, if you all get asked to play the uh, <laughs> unveiling, are you going to do it? Or are you going to be like, oh. I know this other band? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, of course we will. Absolutely. We, we, we have our own version of the Voyager theme. That's true. <laughs> No, we That's know. Awesome. We know. Yeah. Well, well. We, the, the, when we played in Vegas, we had to learn all the themes, and Voyager was the one I was least looking forward to, obviously. But it turned but, out to be the easiest. That's well, here, very true. Here's a question I actually have for you all. Since we started this band, the one thing that everybody keeps asking is, when are we going to do a punk version of Faith of the Heart? Have you all tried <laughs> to do Faith of the Heart? Oh yeah, multiple times. Oh yeah. Because I've never heard you all do that. I got to look this up. <laughs> I'm not there? sure if it's. There's I, probably I there's a, a video somewhere. You want to do like a straight version of it? Like just yeah. how, how it's done? Yeah. I, I think there's a video on YouTube where Anthony Montgomery is singing it with us on stage. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. I'm pretty sure. And for the record, I love that song. Like unironically, I love that song. You know yeah. what? I, I actually do too. When I first heard it, I was kind of bothered by it. But after watching the series, it really grew on me. And I actually really love it. Um, the I'll gladly do a punk cover of it. Just the truth is we've never had time <laughs> to like actually sit down and, and do it. But I've, I've been spurring this on, haven't I, Chris? Yes, time has been an issue. <laughs> well, I mean, have, have you guys heard our, our Ramones version of, of the Reading Rainbow theme? I don't think so. Yeah, that's what, the, the, that's what we played. Uh, little, well, we always played LeVar Burton onto, onto the stage with. It's like a Ramones version of it because we did that. Hey, oh. Oh, Rainbow that's awesome. to start it oh, all dude, off. Dude, that's awesome. We gotta <laughs> yeah. look that up now. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah, pretty that's, fantastic. I think that's also on YouTube. We uh, it definitely is. It's right. We open our sets up with Deep Space Bop. It's Blitzkrieg nice. Bop, but all about Deep Space Nonsa. Nice. <laughs> but then that pigeonholed us into like the first couple shows where people didn't know who we were and then we opened up with that and like the write-up in the newspaper was like a band who just does popular songs but uh makes all the lyrics about star trek and i'm like wait we do that with two songs all the rest oh, of the no. songs were originals yeah like, well, boys. We've, we've, we've been called a parody band before and it's like no we're not a parody band we're just we just have a, we have predetermined subject matter right yeah we, we've also been grouped into filk oh, oh yeah yeah uh yeah. trekkies 2 documentary check that out yep oh we know i'm Ugh. just i'm just not that folk man <laughs> no yeah we've we, we've actually had we, we've actually had we've actually had people at conventions come up and uh, offer for us to come and play in like their drum circles 
uh, and having jam uh, sessions, and we're like, uh, nah, bro, we're good. <laughs> yeah. We're we're not we're we're not singing about dragons and going on quests through fjords. What's the uh, the hippie episode in TOS, Chris? Is it Children of Eden or is, the, is the, that the, it? the way yeah, to Eden? Yeah. The way to Eden, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're gonna be involved with those guys, I'm I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> hey Spock, come on, come on, jam with us. We got the, we got this chick that plays a mean bicycle wheel. <laughs> Herbert. Herbert. You're a Herbert. Yeah, that was actually when we were talking about band names. That was one of the original ones. Was the Herberts? I like it. I'd be down for that. Oh, Me too. yeah. Here, I'm going to announce this publicly for the first time. I got outvoted for my original band name whenever I started the freaking band. It was called. <laughs> it was called Badmoral. Badmoral. Bad roll. Badmoral. See, see, this is what I thought would happen with the band name. This is why oh, I Ad, voted Admiral, but bad, Badmoral. Badmoral. Oh. Yeah, but okay. it, it's it, my West Virginia accent that messes it up. It doesn't roll off the tongue, though. <laughs> Something's getting lost in the translation. Yeah. I'm like... The language of West Virginia. Tricky Twitter would have loved that. It, would, just look, it would look great on a t-shirt, but not so much to say it. At least like 50 people would have really enjoyed that, Chris. <laughs> Maybe name the second album Bad Merle. Exactly, um, yes. Oh, I like maybe even like take it even further and call it like Bad Merle Painway or something. <laughs> That's pretty good. That could be well, that, that, should, that could be like her her, her wrestling name. <laughs> Whenever you get your a copy of the second album, you just randomly look on there and you go, ah. <laughs> I remember this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I guess I got outvoted. We held a little uh, poll online of uh, what the the name should be, and uh, boldly go. I don't by remember who, I don't remember who my, came up with it. My buddy Joseph Mendez. He's yeah. the, the magistrate of yeah. Logan County. Oh, yeah, fancy. He, yeah, <laughs> one of the best punk rock bass players I ever met, and uh, now a magistrate. Well, that's quite the switch. Yeah, shout out to Joe for uh, name of the band. Yeah, really. Thanks, Joe. But we added on the exclamation point. The exclamation point oh. was all us. The, the 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 exclamation point is everything. It is. I, I like boldly go, but what do you think of boldly go? <laughs> uh, Chris, uh, what's the T-shirt you're wanting to get? The uh, boldly go. Boldly go on one side, and then fuck yourself on the other side. <laughs> what's funny is it is is that I actually actually made that meme. Nice. Because of there's a you they, did. well, because there's a there's that there's that photo of uh, of Patrick Stewart holding up like a piece of paper for like right. Reddit yeah. or something like that, and of course that's going to get photoshopped. Yeah. So, yeah. So so it, so for like responses to people online, if they're saying something asinine, I just repost that in his little piece of paper he's holding up just literally just says boldly go fuck yourself that's awesome we need, <laughs> that's perfect please that's send awesome. that to us please oh i will <laughs> it, I, i'll actually a... i'll actually i'll actually post it on I'll post it on instagram when we're done and just tag you guys please right yeah it was like first practice chris was like boldly go fuck yourself <laughs> Because like, it totally works. I mean, it's 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 right there. It Why works not for a it? lot of things. If nothing else, those, those would make like perfect stickers. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, they, they're just tossing those toss, tossing those up on a light pole. 
yeah, that's that's going to be gold right there. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have, you're gonna have so, so many people taking photos of that. Look at this hilarious thing I found. I want the I want it to be the thing of like it's in the TNG font and the Enterprise is flashing away. Yeah, <laughs> be be a good album name too. Like the album name is "Fuck Yourself." Yeah, yeah there you go. I that's like, seven inch. I like right the there. way you're thinking, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that can that can be the uh, the that can that can be the the, the, the five year mission and, and boldly go split seven inch. Hear that coffin curse records? Hey, if, if, they, if they if if they want to do it, we're down. I'm a big fan of splits. So yes, definitely, we'll do it. There's not nearly enough of them these days. <laughs> I agree. Yep. So does that put you all on the fuck yourself side of? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Boldly go five yourself. <laughs> go five yourself. That sounds like a masturbation reference. It was. Sorry if we've made this the the filthiest uh, episode of the Five Year Mission podcast. I only know if if, if one underage listener, and I don't think Frankie is really going to care all that much. It's all right, bro. <laughs> Sorry, Frankie. Sorry, Frankie. Don't let your mom know. <laughs> right about now, Frankie's running into the other room to tell her dad that her name was on the episode. <laughs> true. Oh, let me listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a, here, here's another one. Um, I know with our band, there is a ton of influences from all over the map. <clears throat> Being more of like a punk rock based Star Trek band, uh, what are some what are some of you guys' influences? Well, like I said, whenever obviously I'm, Ramones. Whenever I. Uh, Whenever we started out, my whole thing was like I was listening to a lot of uh, Ramones Core stuff at the time. And I was like, yeah, let's start Ramones Core band. That ended after two practices and Alex going, no, nah, man, I got this shredding solo. <laughs> There's um, no solos in Ramones songs. And, oh, I'll well, you later. And if there are, I think it's uh, been known now that it was like secretly another guitarist brought well, in and Johnny's like, yeah, sure, I did that. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, I did, I did, I did all, all my own stunts on, on the albums. You yeah, know. that sounds just like him, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, we, that's, not to go too deep into it, but that was one, also one of the reasons that we liked the name United Federation of Punks is because we felt that we took, we're not just one style of punk, we took, like, all styles of punk mm-hmm. and mixed it, mixed it together. Um, so you got a little circle jerks on there, you got a little misfits on there, uh, but then you get a little hardcore, you get a little pop punk, you get a little some casualty, some casualty style. We got Ooh. one song called Beam Up the Trekkie Punks, or just Trekkie Punks, I guess it's been shortened to, and it's totally just straight up, you know, street core, uh, stuff. Then you got more poppier love songs that you know, and we got Screeching Weasel cover on there. Really, wait, wait. What, I, I guess maybe I didn't did put Phasers. two and two together, yeah, phasers okay. on kill, yeah. All right, we got, we got that on there, but we, it's it's harder. Like it's definitely harder, don't you think, Chris? Harder than what? The original. The original. Oh, a little. We're pretty faithful to the original, I believe. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I I feel like maybe I just go way harder in the paint. The vocals, yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. The drums and the screeching weasel paint. The drums are faithful, yeah. but the vocals are definitely a little yeah. more hard. But that's like the only cover we put on there. We didn't put our Ramones covers or anything on there. Uh, so yeah um yeah we used to be sort of ramones core and then just punk we kind of yeah, let the generic. ramones core go whatever we felt that day basically yeah it's all punk. what you gotta do go go with your gut that's what you have to do it's your it's your punk spotify playlist come alive and mix <laughs> with your with your uh star trek netflix playlist <laughs> 
it's a good combo. Yeah. Sort of like a whole like like sort of like a whole like peanut butter and chocolate type situation. Exactly. You got your Star Trek and my punk rock. You got your punk rock and my Star Trek. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. It's so funny you said that. I was talking to myself and alone in the cooler earlier at work and yes and i was like Practicing doing little voices like like that like 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 you got your punk rock in, in my star trek you got your star trek in my punk rock i was like we need to do a skit of this <laughs> and now you just said it and it, it came see I, I made it happen i willed it into existence you and i right here man right, right here. here we're just going right to take the audio from this and put it on the album <laughs> perfect i'm for it you have you have my permission to use my vocal likeness. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Andy Fark. <laughs> A special message from Andy Fark of Five Your Mission. All right. Speaking of influences, I warned you earlier on a, in a DM on Twitter that I was that I had kind of kind of a little lightning round thing for you guys. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're going to go through, and uh, I'm going to name a band, and you are going to name your your favorite album by them. You guys ready? Oh my god, I'm terrible with album names. Chris, Chris is like, no, I did not know about this. Well, here we go. Ready or not. All right, number one, Black Flag. Um, I actually, you know, I'll, I'll go first four years. You know, just combine everything together. That's, that's, that's cheating. That's no. Okay, well, well, then you know, damage is 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 fine. But if you want me to be honest, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say first four years. I mean. <laughs> Uh, like, or I could say the Nervous Breakdown single, you know. Oh, but yeah. that's a single. Yeah. Okay, my war. I'll go my war. Are you happy now? <laughs> what's 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 great is that is that the the two two acceptable answers I had down were damaged in my war. I'm well, going damaged for sure. Well, damaged is the support. Well, then you're then you then, then both of you are correct. Then <laughs> thank you. That's that's a little elitist of you, Fark. You shut up, Mike. <laughs> Number two, uh, <laughs> number two. You guys, you guys are ready for number two. Now I'm like still sitting here stewing. Like I think first four years is a fine answer. You're gonna be, you're gonna be stewing about this for like a week now. Like, can, can we, can we edit the podcast so, so, so I can change my answer? <laughs> All right, number two. You guys ready? Yeah. Bad religion. Um, I'm gonna go with. Um, oh, yeah, I, I, it's funny. It was the first cassette tape I had, Bomb. Um, you've got me on the spot now. I can't remember the name of the freaking album. Uh, no Substance. Um, it, it was uh, from the late 90s, and that's actually mm -hmm. like been one of the cassette tapes I, I've never get, get, gotten rid of in my collection. I just listen to it on Spotify now. I'm changing my answer to Suffer. There you go. Chris. Well, um, you... I'm gonna say Stranger Than Fiction. Also, I like how could hell be any worse. All right, uh, all three of you are incorrect. The correct answer is <laughs> Recipe for Hate. Okay. We were looking for okay. Recipe for Hate. I'll accept okay. that. I think Ma I... Ma mainly because of, because of American Jesus. <laughs> My answer also came from I, I got to see him on the Warp Tour that year that that album was out. And okay. uh, in '98, and it was just like yeah. everything just kind of came together. Well, see, the process of belief was that album for me, but mm. still, right. All right, number number three, you ready? Let's do it. Misfits. Oh, that should be you, an easy. You know one. what? Um, should be an easy one, but it's not. 
No collections. Um, no, I'm, no I'm, collections. I'm just going to get hated by the whole internet. Go Famous monsters. Oh, a Michael wow. Graves album? Uh, you know what? I'm not going to talk. About, I'm not going to talk about about Graves. I have no comment on Graves. But the Misfits album, Famous Monsters, is an amazing album. Saturday Night, one of my all-time favorite songs. That's the song. But, yeah. But other than that, yeah. No. Wrong answer. But Chris, we, yeah, but we are the fiend that club. Is, that is incorrect. <laughs> Chris, what about are you? the fiend club, Chris? I'm going to go with Earth AD, Wolf's Blood. Oh, come on. You, you just know you kidding. just listen to the collections just like everyone else. I love the collections, of course. But if when I pick an album, that's usually the album I pick. And can I say the uh, Coffin Box set? No. <laughs> no, not at all. Because <laughs> that, is, that is basically the greatest hits. Walk Among Us is great, too. How do yeah. you not... Okay, the, for, for that, Chris, your, your, your last answer is, is correct. Walk um, Among Us is the correct answer. Yes, I knew it would be. <laughs> Famous monsters. <laughs> here's one, here's one that, I, that, that I know will, will cause controversy. The Clash. Uh, one of my, my favorite bands of all time. London Calling. I gotta go London Calling. Okay, Chris? None. I know, uh, Mike, Mike does not like The Clash. What? Me too. I'm gonna go well, London can... Calling, I guess. <sighs> If I uh, that is that, that is incorrect. That, that that is incorrect. Even though I do love London Calling, uh, the correct answer is Sandinista. I was about Sandinista. to say Sandinista. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> you know, Sandinista is an experience, not an album. So, exactly. You know, Wait, that's so, a very long experience. So, so they have an album other than London Calling. <laughs> the, first, gonna, the first album. Is amazing. Self-titled? Yeah, the self-titled. self-titled. There was the that the, 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 the U.S. had to wait for so yeah. long to get. Yeah, I had the uh, cassette tape again. I'm all about cassette tapes. I had that first cassette tape. It was like in my first batch of cassette tapes. I listened to over and over. And then I dated a girl when I was 14, and she gave me her brother's original pressing of London Calling on vinyl. And wow, that, and that changed me. So London Calling, a relationship you will never regret. No, right. <laughs> I still have that vinyl. Nice. Original pressing of London Calling. Oh mm-hmm. God, oof! I'm over here like looking, looking at my girlfriend, going, "Can you believe that?" <laughs> at 14, I didn't really understand that, but as I got older, I was like, "Oh crap!" What do I have in my possession? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, number number five. There's a, there's a, there's eight of these total, by the way. Okay. Number five. Uh, this one is probably going to cause some controversy too. Descendants. Uh, everything sucks. It's my yeah. top five favorite albums of all time. I'm gonna say everything sucks too. Ooh, both of you with a '90s pick. Yeah, uh, it's it's a perfect album. Goes to college is great, but yes, it's perfect. Exactly. I, mean, I, I think it's perfect. I love all the '80s stuff. I, I do. Don't get me wrong. But for for me, that's whenever I jumped on the train. Was uh, my first experience was uh, uh, when I get old. Saw the video in 120 minutes. Bought the album at the CD store and uh, never looked back. Second nice. choices would be My Logos to College and Cool to Be You for yeah. me, but I'm going to say cool. Everything Sucks. Everything Sucks. It's, it's a perfect album, start start to finish. Well, Chris, your, your, your second choice was the correct answer, My Logos to College. That's why I throw them in there. I know, the right, I, grow up. <laughs> I know the right <laughs> answers, but I'm going with my gut. Going with your gut first. That's a, that's a, that's a good choice. I'm fine with that. All right, uh, I'd, number I'd like to six. say that uh, counting to eight is very drummer of you, Andy. That is. <laughs> I had to, I had to keep, keep it even. I, 
I just want to throw this out there. This piece of information that not many people know. If you look on YouTube, you can actually find the Everything Sucks demos recorded by all before right. Milo rejoined. And it's very mm -hmm. interesting to listen. Yeah, it's very different. Very. Heard it before. All right, number number six, Mike. I know. I know you'll have an opinion on this, and I think I already know your answer. Uh, and it's going to be wrong, by the way. Uh, number six, uh, no no effects. Oh, that's a good one. That's... Um, um, maybe my favorite band. So long, thanks for all the shoes. Oh man, I almost said that one. That, that's uh, that's almost the one I was thinking. Me too. That was that, that was actually the one Mike that I did. I, I thought you were going to say. No, my runners uh, up would be Punk and Drublick. Yeah, and War on Errorism. Yeah, War on Errorism is a. Is but a my number one would be So Long and Thanks for All the Shoes. It, it, it might just be the the age that that we are. That one hit me at the perfect time. It might. I saw just, them on that tour. It might just be the Douglas Adams reference yeah. too, but true. All right, well. Fan. My, Chris, your your uh, your 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 second answer was uh, was acceptable of uh, of punk and drublick, uh, but the correct answer is uh, white trash, two heaps and a beat. Yeah, I knew that would be Fark's answer, but the correct answer is punk and drublick. Yes, I mean if if you're going with overall, I don't know, man. That it's a classic, but still. heavy petting zoo. No, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm not really a fan of uh, of that album. I am but of, of heavy petting zoo. Yeah, um, I got the uh, I got the vinyl with the alternate cover name called Eating Lamb. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, and then what was the other one? I didn't really get into Pump Up the Volume. Like those two albums, I didn't yeah. really, really get Pump, into. Pump Up the Volume is pretty good. I think so. Coaster yeah. is definitely where a Coaster's lot of people really died good. off at. But I, like I think Coaster is great. I don't remember Cookie. that one. It was newer. It was uh, a couple of years ago. Um, well, I, speaking of newer stuff, First Ditch Effort and Self Entitled. Yeah. I just have to say, I think they're great albums. I'll, I'll I listen think to First that, Ditch, uh, Ditch Effort is amazing. The 40, was it the 40 greatest songs written by us? That was a pretty good one. You love the collection. Uh, I do hey, love these collections. Wait, I have to change my answer. The Decline. Oh, okay. Oof. <laughs> and Mike. then Punk and Drublick. Wow, you're just wrong in so many ways. <laughs> Good lord! All right, no, number number seven. I I'm, I specifically save save this one towards the end just for you you guys and bullet boldly go. Uh, and and there's there's only two truly acceptable answers for the for this one. Ramones. Uh, brain damage. Ooh, hmm. So wrong. <laughs> uh, it's tough. I mean, the, the first the first four. I mean, can I just say the first four? No, you can't do that again. <laughs> again. Oh, I'm still, I'm still st sticking my brain damage because Pet Cemetery is one of my top five songs. There's so many good songs on it. Uh, Last album with DD. A part True. of me wants to say brain dead, but a part of me knows that's not the right answer. No. I might go Rocket to Russia. Rocket to Russia. I think is probably the right answer. Either of those two, honestly, I'm good with. Chris, you are correct. Rocket to Russia is the correct answer. Yeah, I yeah, also I know the right answers, but but I also would have would have taken the wild card answer of end of the century. End the Phil Spector produced uh, end of the century. My my runner up would be uh, Adios Amigos, the the last studio album oh, with I, CJ. Yeah, I love that. I'm CJ. I love CJ solo stuff. I love his songs with him. The the Crusher is one of my favorite songs. Eh. Eh. Isn't, isn't <laughs> it cover go, eh yourself, Chris. Well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's 
that's a that's a cover though, right? Oh, I don't know. Was it? It breaking is it's from, it's, breaking news. Yeah, it's it's from the, 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 the it's from the 1950s. Every Ramon song is from the 1950s. Well, the the, the Crusher spe- spe- specifically, because because I, I I've heard I I I think the Cramps have a version of that as well. Still to this day, I'll hear a song like an old doo-wop song. I'll be like, "Damn it!" I thought that was a Ramon song. <laughs> like Joey, turns, you lied to me. Turn turns out it's just '60s bubblegum pop. <laughs> I, I, I gotta say though, talking about their covers, I was thinking about this the other day. They actually do a better cover of R A M O N E S than Motorhead did. So that's true. Just been I mean, it's their, it's their namesake. So. Yeah. All right, final one. You guys ready? Ready. Yeah. Rancid. And now come the wolves. Chris is wearing the shirt. Uh, I, I have the shirt on already. <laughs> oh, so. really? Yeah. Mike, do you have do you have a favorite one? They're, they're, were we ever into Rancid? I don't think we've ever discussed this. Uh, I, I mean, I, I liked them at the time, like when they first came out. But I mean, outcome and outcome the wolves is the right answer. It's, it is. The yeah, right I mean, answer. that's. I I would have to go with that because I mean, I I honestly I. I can't n- name any of the other albums. <laughs> um, Indestructible was uh, so self self-titled. Yeah. Let's go. Yes, yeah, okay, let's yeah, go yeah. Is, yeah. is a close second. Um, yeah. almost, almost called it second, Fall Back Down, but is that the one that I'm thinking of Indestructible that has Fall Back Down on yeah, it? Yeah, that I has Fall so. Back okay. Down on I like it, yeah. that album a lot. Great song. Um, what's what's the kind of the black cover with just like the white skull on it? What's it called? Uh, I can't remember is it the, the heavier one. one? I can't yeah. remember it. But the the heavier one, it's it's really good. I actually thought it's Troublemaker like was really good too. Yeah, like the fourth album. Or it so got a really lot good. of hate, but I like Troublemaker. But anyways, like talking about albums start to finish, it's perfect. And out come the wolves. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, all all three of you are highly incorrect because <laughs> oh because and here's 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 the reason why this was a trick question. Because the only Tim Armstrong project that ever mattered in the world Operation is Operation Ivy. Ivy. I thought you were going to transplants. Operation I was like, what? Ivy and no, transplants. That's no. transplants. Compared to Operation Ivy, though. Please. Op Ivy. <laughs> hey, I got I got to do a, sh- a sh- very nice tattoo there. Our yeah. record label actually uh, yeah. just put out a Unity album. Yeah, uh, Shameless I Plug, Coffin Curse Records has a uh, uh, comp you, you uh, with a plugging. bunch of different bands doing Op Ivy songs. Keep plugging. I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> and um, it's we had the chance to be on there, but we came in a little late to the game and couldn't get a song covered in time. Uh, but it's okay. Now, I think that there's like only like 10 vinyls left, uh, probably less than that now. So hit up Coffin Curse Records. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to pull that Op Ivy shit, Andy. Well, yeah, why didn't you get it then? Hey, yeah. hey, Mike, take warning. That was an Op Ivy you... joke that just did not land. <laughs> I saw another beat down last night. Take warning. Take warning. Take warning. Who's the next to hit the ground tonight? Take warning. Take, take warning. warning. Take one in. Now stop Sorry. singing, otherwise, otherwise, otherwise we're gonna have, to, gonna have to pay for it. No, it's not good though. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never claim it. It's okay to have copy, copyright infringement if it's not good. Fine. <laughs> who, who has it now? Is uh, it Epitaph that has that now? It's gone from Lookout, right? Yes. Yes. All right. Listen, listen here, Brent. I'm not good, so don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> 
Now, I, I, I will say that the only time that uh, copyright infringement is still illegal when it's bad is when Dan Davidson from Trek Geeks tries to sing a five-year mission song. That is still <laughs> highly not happening because <laughs> he will get a, yet another cease and desist from or, us. Or maybe it's the most happening. It's not happening at all. In no way. I mean, it's it's a total boner killer. Mike, do we have to edit out the word boner? We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, where? What is the best way people can follow you guys on social media and see uh, what you guys are up to, where they can order the album, all that good stuff? Um, at Boldly Go Band, and that's everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff. Uh, we're, we're not cool. We don't have the... Uh, well, the yes, TikToks. No, oh, okay. we don't have the TikToks right now. We but don't someone, have TikTok. But someone told me that our song uh, that we have out right now, you can put on a TikTok. So somebody do that. Somebody make a TikTok. Uh, I'm sure that you all are on TikTok. That you. Somebody oh, we are not. <laughs> no, my my daughter is. <laughs> we are we are all dudes in our forties. We do not need to be messing around on TikTok. Agreed. Um, yeah, but yeah, you can just find us anywhere except apparently TikTok. <laughs> we even have a tumblr there you go what? Oh, wow we do yeah it's just the only thing i use it for is just on instagram it was like do you want to put it on tumblr i'm like sure, just, sure why, not? Do. why not one more thing <laughs> why not use something from the early 2000s that is apparently still a thing i mean fan fiction and us live very well on tumblr <laughs> do we though <laughs> do you guys um, have a myspace uh, actually, we do. I'm not kidding. <laughs> we, we really do. I made one one day. When he said everything, he meant everything. I'm Except not wow. So I can and, get it for free from GarageBand? Yes. <laughs> but the, uh, the email, it would make sense if our email was uh, boldlygoband at gmail.com. But no, it's it's not. It's uh, Star Trek Punk Rock at gmail.com. Boldlygoband oh. was taken. <laughs> Yeah, really? I, I actually think it was like because whenever I went, it told me it was. So either it was yeah. a computer error or somebody's fucking with me. <laughs> Interesting. Sort of like this. It's like the, the, that one asshole who's been sitting on fiveyearmission.com for the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's nothing there. Oh, nothing. Gosh. Yeah. So we had to settle for a dot net like a bunch of suckers. <laughs> hey, man, dot nets are cool. Sure they are. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, guys. It's been a pleasure. Sorry we had to cancel our 10-year anniversary show where you guys were supposed to come play with us. But as soon as things are no longer dying like they are right now, we will get you guys back out here and we will play a show with you. We are Please. looking forward to it for sure. We and you can you and, and you, you could you can and you could this invitation is still open for you guys just to stay at my house. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Now you even though we're even though we're growing like triples now, uh, that's why you were like, oh, there's five of you now? Oh, <laughs> Ooh, that's going to be one more air mattress we have to blow up. <laughs> Got to go to Target again. Damn it. Somebody's going to have to sleep, sleep in a hammock, I guess. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll just spin. <laughs> of course. No, thank you so much, though. Uh, we were looking forward to it, but we're looking forward to the next time. And it was Very a pleasure so. to be here tonight. Yeah, we did. We enjoyed having you guys. Uh, we'll we'll talk to you here pretty soon again. Uh, so, yeah, boldly go fuck yourselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you.
Thanks, guys. See ya. Later. We have officially launched the five-year mission Patreon. On there, you can see posts with pictures and videos of behind-the-scenes shenanigans with the band and the podcast. There are different levels you can sign up for, where you'll get exclusive merch and videos and unreleased tracks and demos and other stuff from the band and the podcast that you wouldn't normally get if you didn't follow us on Patreon. The different tiers you get to choose from go from Ensign all the way up to Admiral, and one of the perks of being an Admiral is that you get to be a producer on this podcast. This week's producers are Neil Carpenter, Debbie Rinke, Helen Lake, Carol Jones, Steve and Frankie Palopoli, Madison Rachel Jones, Becky and Roxy, and of course, Jim Morehouse. So head over to the Five Year Mission Patreon right now and sign up as an admiral, and your name could be listed at the end of the next episode of Five Year Mission, the podcast. Just go to patreon.com slash five year mission. That's the number five year mission. Fansets.com is your home for all things pop culture pin related. They got all kinds of stuff over there. They got Scooby-Doo stuff. They got DC Comics stuff. They got Harry Potter stuff. Boy, do they have some Star Trek stuff. Isn't that right, Mike? Sure. Sure. <laughs> Don't sound super enthused. Hey, they got they got all kinds of new stuff over there. They got Voyager stuff. <laughs> they got uh, oh, so, oh, Voyager. That's cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They got a, they got a bunch of new uh, lower deck stuff, com badges and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, you into that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they, got, yeah they got they got they, they, they got all the character yeah. pins from Lower Decks. They got Badgie. They're coming out with Badgie soon. Two versions of Badgie. Oh, a, ha- a happy one and a, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna burn your face off and with fire. Yeah, they got they got, and they'll have that Badgie and they'll probably they're they're gonna sell them as a set, a two pin set. So I'll be wearing one of those on both lapels as soon as they come out. Sort of whole like theater of pain, the yeah, happy yeah. mask and the sad mask thing. Except it'll be. Nice badgie and angry badgie. It'll be nice. Very right. another Motley Crue reference for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. we don't have enough of those on this show. That's true. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of fan sets, do you got do you, do you have like twenty bucks I can borrow? Twenty bucks. Yeah. No, I don't have twenty bucks. Well, well you, you, your girlfriend's there. To ask 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 her if she if, if she has twenty. I'm not bucks gonna I can ask her if you can borrow twenty bucks. <sighs> okay, ask her if I could borrow seventeen. Hey Ashley, can Fark borrow seventeen bucks? Nah, she said no. No. What? What about you? Would it, would okay? I asked you for twenty. Would you? Would you let me borrow seventeen? No, I'm not gonna let you borrow seventeen bucks. <sighs> well, see, the thing is, is that if you, I want to order something that's twenty dollars. But here's the deal. If I enter the, the discount code of five year mission, the number five, all caps, year mission, I can get 15% off of my entire order. Therefore, instead of borrowing 20 from you, I'd only need 17. How's that work? What if I loaned you 50 or uh, sorry, 50? Oh, yeah, definitely 50. $17. You get your $3 off and uh-huh. then you pay me back $50. What is this? The mafia? <laughs> Yeah, was this that was the comic book store suddenly not doing so well? So, so you have to like re- resort to loan sharking. I mean, let's face it, the comic book store is never doing well. This is predatory lending, Mike, and I'm not going to have any of it. But what I am going to do is head over to fansetstock.com, fill up some stuff, twenty dollars worth, and then I'll only pay seventeen when I enter that discount code five year mission. So therefore, I don't need your money. I can save money and spend my own money. 
Who needs you, Mike? So what you're telling me is that you're only going to spend $17 at fan sets? For something that's worth $20, yeah. That's, that's pretty shitty. Why? That's awesome is what that is. That's a deal. That's a deal and a half. Okay. Well, it's a deal plus 15% off. Fan sets. Our pins have character, and we thank the guys over Fansets for sponsoring our show, no matter how horrible Mike makes the ads. <laughs> and now, from Boldly Go, off of their upcoming album, United Federation of Punks, here is the world premiere of the track, No Win Scenarios.
So this week we've been talking to uh, the guys from Boldly Go, Foz talked, and talked to. Well, it's kind of like this. It's, 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 I'm, I'm giving the illusion that we're still in the same episode. We're recording this a week and a half after we talked to them, Mike. Let's not lie to people. It's actually been over two weeks now. Has it been over two weeks? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I guess because we did have an episode drop yeah. after we talked to them. So, yeah. 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 So we've been talking to Foz and Chris <laughs> from Boldly Go. <laughs> Yeah, so we, that was a great conversation we had with the guys from Boldly Go. That was a, an amazing song. I'm like, I, I actually already messaged Foz about it and told him, like, I thought that the song was great. The production was great. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it sounds really, really good. I'm yeah, pretty jealous of that that production they got in there. It's a, a catchy tune. Uh, I always, I'm always jealous of other bands, like the sounds they get out of their guitars, like, you know, the guys in Boldly Go and, and Warp 11, like both of them, when I hear their tracks, I'm like, how do you get that? that sound <laughs> our ours always to me sound like we recorded it in a comic book store because we kind of did oh yeah the majority of the time yeah that yeah. are a basement or yeah. a hallway <laughs> this is true you know but i'm sure the both of those other guys actually went into an actual studio we've done ours in comic book stores and basements and living rooms and hallways so far i guess that's true and we're we don't too, we don't use professionals yeah, we're too cheap to pay to pay for studio time. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, there, there was a there was a cool song that what uh what what's it what's it called again? No win scenarios. Uh yeah, that's right. Did, did now, do you get the like the whole Star Trek reference with with that title and everything? Uh sure, yeah, it's the uh K uh Kibi Mershi uh Saru. Wait, that's a what? K no, it's the K it's the it's the Kaiser Sose Tiramisu. Okay, that, yeah. Uh, uh -huh, that uh -huh. that that, uh, that Lieutenant Quonk had to take at Star Trek school. <laughs> <Quonk>. <laughs> Who am I, Dan Davidson? <laughs> Who am I, Bill Smith? <laughs> neither, neither one of those. I, th I, have, I have a feeling both of those guys are slowly suffering from dementia. <laughs> They're just they're they're going downhill. This whole podcast network's going downhill. All these new shows getting added. I think I think they forgot that they were the Trek Geeks Network, and they were like, "Eh, no, I mean we don't know what we're doing." So you know, let's go ahead and add in Deep Space Pride and Infinity Trek and uh, what is Trek and everything. So yeah, there's they're they're losing their minds. So they're having all these all these other Star Trek podcasters pick up the slack for them. Looks like it's time to jump ship. Yeah, I'm in space. <laughs> Just well, like peanut hamper. Just hold your breath. Plug your nose. Oh, yeah, it'll be fine. Wear, wear a coat. <laughs> Good advice. So hopefully uh, we, by the time you're listening to this, we are not talking to you from the dystopian future. This will be dropping on Monday, November 2nd. So the day after this drops, everyone keep your fingers crossed because boy, howdy, we all need a fire extinguisher to put out this dumpster fire. And if you're listening to this past the date, uh, yay or I, I, I can't I can't predict the future. So no, this is there is no way to predict what's going to happen. Woof. So that'll be it. We'll talk to you guys next episode. We have no clue what it's going to be quite yet, but as soon as we figure it out, we'll let you know as well. So until then, bye. Get the fuck out. Oh
Thank you for listening to this episode of Five Your Mission, the podcast. If any of you are interested in listening to more of our music, you can check us out on YouTube or Spotify or iTunes or pretty much anywhere that you can listen to music. Just search for Five Year Mission and we should be the first thing that comes up. If you would like to contact us in regards to the podcast or anything else that you want to talk to us about, you can email us at fiveyearmissionband at gmail.com. And for more information about the band, you can go to fiveyearmission.net and also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Five-Year Mission, the podcast, is a production of Coconut Media Works. Executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.